John 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. He was in the world, and the world was made through Him, yet the world did not know Him. He came to His own, and His own people did not receive Him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. For most of all my life, I've only had Christmas, not Advent. And looking back on my life, I feel slightly cheated, perhaps in a way that's similar to finding out that your family had season passes to Disneyland and they never used them. In discovering Advent, I discovered, for starters, that the Christian calendar does not begin on January 1st, but it begins on the first Sunday of Advent, which is today. So it'd be appropriate to say, Happy Christian Calendar New Year to all of you. (laughs) The Christian calendar is about marking time based not upon American holidays, but on other significant events, the first of which is the coming of God into the world in the person of Jesus. And this is vital in a culture that has largely lost the meaning of time and views it as one uninterrupted shopping season leading up to the next holiday. So the Christian practice is a contrast to the way that our dominant culture engages time. In the Advent season, we wait both for what we know has happened, the celebration of the birth the arrival of our Savior, and also for Christ's second arrival and for the fulfillment of God's new creation project. In this way, Advent is a season that holds within it the past and the present and the future. Advent also anticipates Christmas, but Advent is not Christmas. So don't make those two synonymous. At Christmas, the Word is made flesh. Christmas marks the beginning of Jesus' pilgrimage from birth through suffering and death and into resurrection life. And so when you place Christmas within Advent, within that context, then it's fitting that we come to the communion table each week in Advent because we don't remain at a manger scene longing for some nostalgic past where things were more simple and pristine. In the context of Advent, The manger scene has a shadow of a cross looming over it from the very first moments that the Word becomes flesh and dwells among humanity. Jesus says he has come to do his Father's will, John 4, 34. He says he came to do his Father's will even to the point of suffering and dying so that we might share in the life of God. Listen to John 6. 38 through 40. Jesus says, For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. And that's why we're coming to the communion table each Sunday in Advent. 
Advent connects the manger to the cross and grounds us in hopeful anticipation of sharing in the victory of Jesus and in God's new creation project. It's as, it's as we're anchored in this in these former times, namely the birth and resurrection, the death and resurrection of Jesus, that we have the grounds to hope and to expect and anticipate new things. Namely, God's promise of newness that will not simply be about recovering the past or the way things used to be. Paula Gooder writes in her book, The Meaning is in the Waiting, she writes these words, Advent then calls us into a state of active waiting, a state that recognizes and embraces glimmers of God's presence in the world, that recalls and celebrates God's historic yet ever-present actions, that speaks the truth about the almost but not quite nature of our Christian living. Most of all, Advent summons us to, to the present moment, to a still yet active a tranquil yet steadfast commitment to the life we live now. It is this to which Advent beckons us, and without it, our Christian journey is impoverished.